something that took the whole world by surprise and you know we are so used in Trinidad here to saying that God is a Trini because we escaped almost all natural disasters yeah you know so our laser fear mentality was not nah, that can affect us it won't affect us you know that type of way yeah so this was a shock because we had to change our mentality and still we still have to change our mentality and our thinking about this deadly coronavirus you know and take charge of our the way that we um we would try to impact it in terms of um making the curb go down and you know bringing it to an end in our island you know so it, it was a shock we are still learning how to deal with it here though yeah, finally. Um, what are your thoughts and emotions on the topic? Um, it's something that needs to be said because I am probably not the only voice, but I know that I'm, I've, I've been given this platform to voice my opinion of you know, um, what I've been seeing around the community and by, ex by extension the country, you know, especially where small businesses are concerned, not only food businesses, mm. but um, businesses on the whole. Yes. It could be bars, it could be mini shops, it could be, you know, just business in, 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 the, in its entirety has been affected. It's very sad, you know, but we, 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 all we can do is try our best. And let's go back to last year, mm -hmm. April, mm -hmm. when Dr. 
My emotions were, I guess, um, the same emotions that everybody had was a sort of panic because I was one of those who would go into the grocery stores and see people with their six bales of toilet paper <laughs> and their 12 bottles of bleach and their mask. And I was like, oh gosh, damn stupid, eh? Look, look at how they're getting on. Never see come seen. Little did I know the impact that it would have on our island. And the world you know so I was one of those who was kind of laid back and thinking that this was gonna this too shall pass so to speak you know <laughs> a whole year fast forward a whole year and something after we still Funny battling life. you know but I remember the days of me just not taking it very seriously because I thought by some miracle it would have just disappeared like everything else you know yeah so that was my approach. I, I was one of those ignorant ones who was like, oh God, watch them, watch them, watch, watch the mask. And yeah, that, that was me. Um, so tell me your emotions now learning that this tomb shall pass, but it didn't. Hmm. <laughs> well, boy, I'm still saying, I'm still holding on to this too shall pass, eh? <laughs> but, you know, what we have now that we didn't have last year was yeah. vaccines, right? So, some people are against it. Some people, you know, embrace it. I am one of those I'm torn in between because, you know, it's just that we were never in this position, so oh. we always want to go into. Some people want to go into this so cautiously, and you know Me all of that. Me all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I you keeping up with Prime Minister's nation addresses of course, of course via Ian Allen on Facebook and also I made it my business to download the Ministry of Health app on my phone so not only am I um, um, looking forward to, to the as of midnight speech from <laughs> As our Prime Minister yes, right <laughs> I am also Keeping up with the amount of deaths per day, yeah. the amount of new cases per day, and even the amount of vaccines per day, per week, per month. I've been following the Ministry of Health page since the inception, since last year, when this COVID was introduced into our communities, you know. So um, that's how I keep myself up to date. And it's very, I remember times, especially probably within the, the beginning of, of the year, I would be very nervous to hear what he has to say because like you know like in the back of your mind is seeing people I see they say J A in the thing I don't want to say the word no, no, 
can't. Okay, well, fine. You know, he would say, Oh, let's stop jackassing the thing. <laughs> you know, and I'm seeing people jackassing the thing, and I'm just saying, like, in the back of my mind, I'm saying, Oh, gosh. Wow. That's true. And that was the most nerve wracking part of it for me, just anticipating that, Oh, gosh, there's a possibility that my business is going to be affected again because I had to recover from the big blow last year. And, you know, with the first lockdown. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, and then I have two kids that I chose to send to, to um to private school, private primary school, so all of that, you know, it was just a whole lot, a whole, whole lot of, you know, emotions that I had to deal with. Okay. Oh, I saw my next question about Ministry of Health Weekly Media Briefing. Yeah. Good job. Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, mm-hmm. 10 being the highest, mm-hmm. how would you rate your difficulties last year mm-hmm. with Belkimans and Banyan Goshmis and mm-hmm. whatnot. Hmm. Well, last year, hmm, compared to this year, it wasn't much, you know. It's just that this year I was a little bit more prepared. Because, um, you know, when you're not expecting something like this to happen, I'm a person, I made investments, you know, making sure that I had something for the future. So, you know, I, I, my mentality was, let me make this investment, I will save back that money in 2020. Well, boy, I had something else in store for me. So, it was manageable, but I didn't know how to deal with it because, remember, We've never had to deal with something this drawn out, you know, never. We never had to deal with it. But this year, I've been more prepared for it because if if you look back at last year, in terms of the cases and even the new strain of the corona, it's worse. We had up to 700 cases every two to three days that was, you know, it was crazy. So my mentality... From last year to this year was Janine, whatever little bit you get, save yeah. it for a rainy day because you don't know how long this is going to last, number one, and it's a responsible thing for us to do because really, me, I'm a person, yes, I like to go out and hang out every now and again, you know, but with that being taken away from us. You know, I, I would I would think that people would have more money to save, to buy groceries and to, you know, conduct their home, pay a rent if they have a car loan to pay or, you know, something like that. But last year I was a, li- a bit less prepared. This year I'm a bit more. I question was to meet your the fact 
Carlton, mm-hmm. when Bell Pimans mm-hmm. from one to ten. Mm-hmm. Can you do that now, please? Um, I would say five. Why? Why five? It's because I was a, I'm a bit more prepared, and also I'm a person that, um. I deal with priorities first. Yes. You know? And because I have kids and I have a household to run, I made it my mission to not surrender to what was happening around me and get up and get and do whatever it took legally. I ain't do nothing illegal, I never will. But, you know, to get up and get and hustle every day. There is no off day when you're in a situation because. You know, being self-employed is such a good thing. You know, it's such a good thing. And before COVID, it was booming, booming, booming. Everything was good. And then boom, all of a sudden, everything came crashing down. But I didn't stand there and mope and, you know, just sit defeated. I still was able to get up and say, well, okay, this is this problem and I'm going to fix it. I have to fix it. So it never really affected me because I didn't let my, I didn't allow myself to sit and become defeated. I took it in stride and I just said you know what let me still do something and it worked you know not to the best but it did work so five yeah okay cool um let's bring back one of the previous answers you give I can't remember which question mm-hmm. because your answer is so beautifully, mm-hmm. but um, you mentioned you chose to private school. Your children mm-hmm. now what you consider homeschool? Well, yeah, I um actually was introduced to homeschooling by a friend of mine. She gave me the idea, I believe, since 2018. So I told myself after preschool. I would invest in my child to go to a private primary school. Not because I thought it was better than a public school, but I just wanted to invest in that particular school where my child would be able to um, excel in that environment. Okay, so... Good night. Good night. Good night. So, um, in that way... It was a sacrifice that I wanted to make from the inception, so I fought my way through, and where homeschooling is concerned, yeah, I'm all for it. I've been for it before the COVID, and I will continue until I can't anymore. I don't know (laughs) when that will be, because as I said, I'm a priority first person. I invest in my children's education. Yes. So, you know, where with that being said, yeah, I don't think we're ready to reopen our school environment at large as yet that's just my opinion but i'm i'm pretty okay with the homeschooling it works better for me 
Ai, cara. Ok, só não. We're going for short break. Uh-huh. And we'll come back uh-huh. to you when you like to tell the audience. We'll be right back. Would you like to tell the audience we'll be right back? Hi guys, we'll be right back. <laughs> Hit this. Do you need a bit of inspiration? Well, you've come to the right place. In My Shoes is a place where we discuss the goals, accomplishments, and struggles faced by ordinary people like you. Welcome back, remember this is the only inspirational part Yes, I could head over to the Instagram page to see Miss Martin's beautiful face. Um, the handle is in my shoes, seven four two two. That's in my shoes, seven four two two. Miss Martin, do you expect to see August? The funds and business when the country reopens. Hmm. One thing I've learned from this experience is don't expect anything, but prepare for everything. Right? So, I don't know. We'll see in times. I'm just going with the flow. That's as much as we can do. Um... I don't want to surrender to the stress of it because as we could see what's happening to a lot of people thinking, I wonder what's going to happen. I wonder what's going to happen. Um, mental health has become an issue yeah. because we don't know. And the more we dwell on it, you know, the more stress we'll become. And some people are not made strong to deal with those situations. So I was one of those that was surrendering to the stress of it. But I said, you know what? Let go and let God. Whatever is God's will, will happen. You know, so I'm just taking everything in stride. Taking each day as it comes. Each experience as it comes. And just trying to prepare. The most I can ask for, honestly, is the health and the well-being, safety of my family. And I'm not talking about who's in the house with me. I'm speaking about my entire family because I lost a brother to COVID last year. Right? My eldest brother. And I looked at COVID in a different way. Because, you know, they say when it hits home is when we know how we would handle situations. So, 
I'm not I'm not going forward with any expectations. I'm just trying to keep safe, keep my family safe and happy. And that's just about it. Go with the flow and go with God. I think this year um I was saying that me remember earlier this year the Prime Minister had opened up the country mm -hmm. but not the borders. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Yeah. How has your business been affected comparing pre-COVID to that? Hmm. Well, pre-COVID, I in line, business was really booming okay yeah it's really really booming um because the business that i'm into is a business that's been around for the past 13 years it's been around for the past 13 years so you know with a clientele and you know it was smooth sailing and um that was pre-covid post-covid there are two sides to it where when things were opened, it was a bit slower. Nevertheless, it was manageable. But for some strange reason, now that there's a lockdown, small businesses... No, there's a curfew. But with proper organization, you can do something. Like, for example, remember... As a small business owners, as a small business owner, per se, um, we depend on the community mostly for yes. sales. Okay. Yeah. We would have those that may come from Arima, Aruka, you know, as far as Curep, yeah. because I have customers as far as Barataria, as far as Sandy Grandi, okay, who would come. However, with the lockdown, it has has been. A bit easier, especially with the KFC's clothes <laughs> and the Royal Castle's clothes and the Roti Shop clothes. Well, I open. <laughs> you can't get it yet. Come by me. I'll get, whatever you want made. Call me. I'll ha I'll have it done. So there is a negative, but there's also a positive, because yeah. all the major food chains have closed. We are now the go-to for the little what you would call the black market food, because we ain't supposed to be doing it. However, how else are we going to survive? And we are trying within those means to adhere to the health regulations, which is just a pick up and go. Pick up and go. There is no in-house. There is nobody coming. Strictly by order and pick up. Okay. 
um, um, how do you plan on keeping your clientele? Well, that's where being innovative and imaginative comes into play. It's not easy because everybody's selling the same things. What sets you apart is always variety, taste, and probably cost, price. In terms of, okay, like for example, I know how to make chicken alfredo. I know how to make pasta dishes. Now you wouldn't find that in your community. I will, buy, I, I, I will sell it. I will make it and I will sell it. But I wouldn't sell them at the TGI price where they have to pay a hundred and something dollars for a bowl of my pasta. I will sell it for half the price. You know? So, 50 something. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. It's a give and take. You know? You just have to be very creative. Yeah. You know? In, in how you do it. If if you're selling wings and fries, your neighbor selling wings and fries, you person down the road selling wings and fries, I mean, you know, it comes like, like you can get it anywhere. But you know when you come by me, you're getting something different. So, for those who like to go on a mountain and eat pasta in TGI, or burgers, a special specialty type burger, or a chili fries, or a loaded fries by TGI, you can come and get that by me. You know, for those who like to go buy wings in Tuna Puna for curry, you can come and get that by me. You know, I'm catering for everybody. What about if you like to go Dairy Queen and Tuna Puna hmm. well, for chocolate chip cookies? Well, I'm one of those persons. I love my Hagandas. I love my Hagandas. I'm one of those many persons. However, I have to settle and humble myself with my creamery and my bonbon ice cream. Until better could be done. I I could purchase the um the Hagendas in the grocery, you know. But it's too expensive. Everything now is so expensive, so expensive. When you buy one tub and then I can't even buy it and hide it for myself because I have two little kids. I want some. I can't even enjoy it on my own. <laughs> so I just don't bother. So I I get and then there is a place that um if I call they would be able to provide me with ice cream because that's an old friend of mine and I have been bu buying ice cream from him for years. So I have a little option, man. But what you could do, you have to just deal with it until better could be done. What's your favorite Oh, boy, I always was very, very in love with local flavors. I love so coconut and sour sap flavors. There are one or two out of the ordinary. What about Barbadine? I like the Barbadine, but you know, I find as an ice cream, it comes across a little too sweet, and I'm not too big on the sweet ice creams. I like it fruity, and I like it tasting like a punch, you know, like a nice yeah. punch. Yes, that's how I like it. So I gravitate more towards the sour subs and the peanuts, and even um, pistachio is a nice flavor as well. Mm. And I love my rum and reason. I'm and now God right? to see that. Yes. So, I miss, you know, being able to go out there with my kids, go around the park in Arima, buy bees, you know, while they play, and, you know, enjoy a little scoop. But 
what we will do boy we had to cope with what you know what's happening and just make ourselves we could purchase the ice cream and put it in our freezer and sit and eat it in cones the same way until better and what's some lifetime right, right. so we could do those things you, you know there you just have to be creative it's all about being creative in a time like this because if you are not I don't know where your head's going to be, but I know it's not going to be in a good place. I'm, I'm telling you, it happened to me. I was starting to get depressed and, oh, when is this going to be over? And I said, you know what? I have my kids. They're looking forward to me, you know, doing all these nice things. And, you know, my husband, you know, he's, he, he, he always is so, you know, everything okay, okay? Because it was getting really hard, you know, mentally. Yeah. But you just have to focus on... You know, doing little things, even that little cup of ice cream, sitting to eat it and, you know, with your family. Little things like that, man, makes a big difference. It does. Well, how did you get over your depression? Tell us hmm. about that. I'm quite, I'm not quite out of the woods totally. There are days when it does come because when we go out into the society and we look around and we're seeing everybody with this mask, I've never, I'm almost 38 years old, at the end of the year I'll be 38 and I've never experienced something as, as, as difficult as this, you know. I'm not a minister's daughter. I'm not a minister. I'm not a person that was born with a gold or silver spoon into my mouth. So it has affected me. And, you know, with with the COVID and everything that it did, I've learned to deal with it by saying, there was a song I used to listen to as a child, K Sera, Sera, whatever will be, will be. The future is not ours yes. to see. K Sera, Sera. I know that song. Yeah, so... I, I, I drew close to the words of that song because I'm, I'm into music and I, I gravitate towards music because of lyrics. So when I started listening to my inspirational gospel music, okay, um, what happened when I started listening to gospel music and especially this song, it just brought me back to the simpler things in life, you know, um, that your kids especially in the view some of these the lyrics in this song it's like kids speaking or asking their mother questions about how the future is going to be how life is going to be and what happened to me when i started listening to this is i have to be the pillar of strength because my children will want to know you know what's happening with the covid i have my kids that ask me questions a lot about mommy so when this covid is finished because they remember they're so simple-minded they don't know the the huge impact in a in a in a big way they don't know the huge impact that this covid has done to us because remember they're getting fed they're getting everything they don't have to go to work like we do they're getting everything not easily but more or less you know so starting to listen listen to these songs again it it, it made me hopeful you know that Things will work out for the best. 
And if it doesn't work out for the best, God has it in store for us for it to be like that, you know? So, yeah, that's what it did. again come to the end of another adventure be sure to head over to the Instagram page to see the faces of all our guests on the show and as always keep smiling keep your shoes on keep walking good night